Welcome to the Health Elevation Nutrition Podcast, a podcast where we talk about how to elevate your health and performance through science-based nutrition. I'm Handi Etzebeck, registered dietitian, certified personal trainer, and nutrition researcher. If you're an athlete looking to improve your performance while also having the best quality of life possible, showing up as the best version of yourself and living within your values, this podcast is for you. Let's dive right in. Today is the 1st of December, which means that the holiday season is officially in full swing. Now, whether you are going away on holiday or staying at home, your routine is likely to be a bit different than on the day-to-day early in the year. And that is fantastic. You need to have some flexibility. You need to have some variety in not only your exercise routine, your day-to-day routine, but also in your nutritional routine. Because it adds variety, it adds different nutrients, it also encourages you to try out new recipes, learn new cooking methods. And if you're an athlete, I would really encourage you to see this time, if you are on holiday, to really teach yourself some new skills in the kitchen, uh, learn new recipes, find foods that you actually like. Because one of the problems that I see athletes having a lot of the time, especially when they start January, February, is They get very, very overwhelmed with all the responsibilities that um, can be placed on an athlete. So especially student athletes, athletes who do have a full-time job, um, you don't necessarily have that time early in the year to learn new, new cooking skills, to find recipes, find foods that you like. So see this time as an opportunity. Another problem that many athletes have when they come to me, especially around November, December, as we are preparing to, for the holidays, is that they have goals to reach. They want to reach certain body composition goals or they have key races coming up in January, February, and they don't want to lose the progress that they've made up to that that point. However, it can also place a lot of stress on that athlete because, or on you when you are trying to reach a goal and you are going on holiday, you're not necessarily going to eat the foods that you're used to, Um, you're going to be in a different environment and there's going to be a lot of treats available and um, together with that also there's a lot of diet talk so a lot of the time whether it is from family members social media um, friends there's a lot of talk about how naughty you're being if you're eating a treat or how unclean certain foods are and how you should be getting back on track in January and for me not a very optimum way to use your nutrition um, because if you see nutrition in such a black and white way and demoralize nutrition, you are probably either going to restrict yourself or you are going to allow yourself to have the food, feel guilty about it and have, <laughs> instead of just having one cookie, having the whole box of cookies because, you know, you're never going to have them in January. And um, if that's you, I would encourage you to just Be curious about why that mindset is there and is that mindset actually serving you? Um. So, yeah, that's why I just wanted to make this podcast is to have a chat about the holidays. How do you prep for the holidays? Um, How do you also, you know, keep your goals in mind while having a flexible mindset? And um, what systems do you need to have in place as an athlete who travels? to make sure you uh, optimize your performance and also prioritize your mental health in the process. So I would recommend starting with setting your goals just by knowing what you actually want to get out of this December. What 
what goals do you have for your training? What goals do you have for your nutrition? Is this really the time where you want to, uh, you know, be in the biggest deficit ever while you're traveling, while you are going to be with your family? Um, or is this a time where you maybe can work on performance goals? Can you see how can I prioritize my performance? How can I feel for workouts? How can I maybe move to maintenance if I am in a deficit? Um, and just enjoy life for a short while so that in January I can ride the wave of motivation to go on and reach my goals. But if we set that as an intention, so say we say I'm going to go and just maintain this December or I'm going to go in terms of focusing on my performance because now I have more time to recover. Like I said, now I have more time to prepare recipes. So if I know that's the goal, and I make a plan to reach that goal while incorporating treats. Um, it becomes part of the plan and not a deviation from the plan. And that will actually help you to set yourself up to not be in that restriction diet, restriction diet mindset, but rather, hey, all of this is part of the process. This is actually a healthy part of reaching my goals. And, you know, just give yourself that permission to enjoy life for a season and then ride the wave of motivation in January to go on and um, whatever your goals are, if it's to gain weight, lose weight or perform, you know, go into that. Um, and with that also, when you're setting your goals and your intentions, really be honest with yourself about what the why is. Um, if your goal is to lose weight, just to look good on the beach, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely not anything inherently wrong with wanting to feel confident and wanting to feel good in your own skin. However, if you are going to compromise your own mental health and compromise your ability to just be present and enjoy the holiday that you worked so hard for, it's not necessarily going to be sustainable and you're going to be under massive, massive stress when you are on holiday. So if your goal is to feel good and confident about yourself and confident in your skin, how can you do that in a way that still serves your mental health and still sh allows you to show up confidently? Because I guarantee you, one or two kilos is not going to make a big difference in how people perceive you. It's going to be more about how you perceive yourself. And the moment you start carrying yourself with confidence and carrying yourself, you know, being present and enjoying the people around you, being grateful for the experience around you, you know, that is not necessarily even related to your weight. And um, when I talk about body image with my clients, we talk about what is body image and so on. Body image is how you perceive yourself. It's not always an actual fact. It's not always how you actually look. And once you realize that and realize that you can have a good body image day at a certain percentage of body fat or at a certain weight and you can have a bad body image day on that same weight it just opens up for you know some curiosity in terms of do i need to really be restricting over the holidays in order to have that one to two kilos shift if i if it takes away from the experience if it takes away from me being present if it takes away from me being able to enjoy meals with friends and family um so there's absolutely nothing wrong with having weight goals. It just doesn't always make sense to be in a great deficit on a holiday when you are trying to enjoy life, enjoy time with friends and family. And that doesn't mean that we don't leave 
you know, space for healthy foods. It doesn't mean that we don't incorporate strategic foods to enhance our performance because that's absolutely a part of what we do. As an athlete, your goal is to show up as the best version of yourself. And as an extension of that, that means we want to choose good fruits and veg. We want to choose fiber. We want to choose protein-rich snacks because it helps our muscles to recover and build. So I think it's not necessarily always just, you know, eat whatever you want and do not, uh, you know, consider health at any, like in any way. It's both. You, you can do both. You can listen to your body. You can enjoy foods. You can enjoy foods that are not necessarily the healthiest options, but they are good for, you know, the situation you are in. They're good for spending time with friends and family. And you can also prioritize your health um, in terms of choosing some fruits and veggies. Can I add a side salad to my burger? You know, can I maybe add a snack later in the day that has some fiber in it? rather than focusing on having to always choose the healthy main meal. Um, So you don't always have to tick every single box during the day. But remember, one meal is just one meal in a day. There is four to six opportunities in the day where you can increase your nutrient quality, where you can add some strategic snacks to help you reach your goals by, for example, choosing some protein-rich snacks. So it doesn't necessarily have to be an either or, it's an and and. And that brings me to the second point that's very important to consider. Don't leave good fueling up to chance. So if you're just going, planning to wing it and to go to the beach and there's a lot of options available and you are, or you are going to go on a long you know, road trip and you don't really plan ahead, you will be more likely to have to choose the unhealthy options or the options that are not necessarily conductive to your goals. Not because you're choosing it from an enjoyment perspective, but because you're choosing them because they're the only option. Um, So by planning, you actually set yourself up for success because you have healthy options available. If you do choose to have a treat, you have it guilt-free and you enjoy it, but it's not the default option. It's because you choose to have it. Um, so just a good practice is to have a list and roughly plan your meals and snacks if you're going on a road trip. So if you know we are going to be in a car for 12 hours, what sorts of protein-rich snacks can I pack beforehand? Because I know that there's not always protein-rich snacks at a garage shop available. Um, and then can I maybe have one or two fruit? Because I also know that's not always available on the road. So can I pack just a few options? And when I get to a garage shop, when it comes from a performance perspective, when it comes from a health perspective, ask yourself, how many boxes can I tick with the foods that I do choose? So can I, for example, choose fiber by choosing, uh, if there's food available, a fruit or a um, cereal bar. And if you take the cereal bar and you look on the label, um, look for a label that actually contains fiber and protein. We're going to go into that in the next um, next point that we're going to discuss. But what what boxes does it tick? Can I maybe choose a food that has some calcium in it? So if you're at a garage shop and there's a yogi sip, that's actually a pretty good option because you have some calcium, there is some protein in it, um, and there is some carbs in it. Now, it's not what you usually would choose um, necessarily, but there will still be some nutrients in it. Um, So yeah, I would say just don't leave good fueling up to chance. Have snacks available. 
beforehand think what what shops will there be in my vicinity so say i'm going on a holiday and i look at the restaurants around me what kind of restaurants will there be and you know what kind of foods do i want to choose so yes you want to have the nice foods and the you know sometimes you just want to have a treat and the real deal burger but if it comes to every every day is there some fast foods that I maybe can incorporate that will have health benefits. For example, I can sometimes choose fish that's going to add some omega-3 fatty acids. And if I choose like a side salad with that, that's a very, very nutritious meal when I'm eating out. So determine which treat meals, never call it a cheat meal because you're not really cheating. If it's part of the plan and you plan for it to be part of the nutrition, you're not cheating. It's part of the plan and it just, yeah, it removes the morality and so on. But if you are going out, ask yourself, is this really a treat for me? Is it something that I'm really feeling like um, spending my energy budget on? Or is it just something that I'm choosing out of default? Um, so yeah, sometimes we choose the foods that are really nice and just good for the soul. And that's important. I think that's vital for having a sustainable diet. But when it comes to day to day, and there are times where I can choose healthy options, I can also honor my health, honor my performance by choosing those foods. And I think that also brings me to the next point, which is don't skip meals just because it's not perfect. Never see one meal as being this end all be all, you know, thing. You can make a lot of meals a bit healthier by just adding a salad or adding a fruit before you go out. So say you're going to have pizza that night. Um, you're not necessarily going to build a balanced bowl with having a side salad or having some color in that meal or adding a lot of protein to it. So you're not necessarily going to be able to upgrade the pizza to become more healthy and you don't necessarily want to. But you can, before you go to the restaurant, have a glass of water with the fruit um, maybe having some yogurt with the fruit and that's going to be filling so it's going to add some fiber it's going to add some protein you're going to get some fluids in so you're not going to be starving when you go to eat out and you're going to get some nutrients in so a you're not going to feel like having the whole pizza you're going to have had some fiber some protein earlier in the day and that's going to just make the whole balance of the day a bit more skewed towards health and performance without necessarily asking you to not choose the pizza or not choose the um, the, the treat option you know um, so I think that's an important one don't just skip meals because it's not perfect see how you can adapt the rest of your day to increase healthy foods so don't just focus on what you need to remove focus on what can I add today to make this whole experience a bit healthier and then um, also when we want to choose snacks, I think when we are on holiday, it offers an opportunity that where we, where we can just add some nutrients that we don't necessarily get at our main meals. So you don't necessarily get to choose what you have for lunch and supper. Say you are staying with family members and they prepare the main meals. You don't have much control over that if if they prepare the food. Um, if you are a bit older and you can offer to make some healthy options or side dishes with it, great. But if you can't, it's not the only opportunity in the day that you have to choose foods. So if you can't necessarily have a well-balanced plate for dinner, how can you add snacks throughout the day that can add the missing components of those meals? So say you know you're not necessarily going to 
be having whole grains with the meal, how can you add fiber elsewhere? Um, and that's also a nice next tip that I have is have filling snacks at hand. So what does a filling snack actually look like? It means it's a combination of um, some sort of a carbohydrate containing with fiber. So if you look on the label, it's going to have six grams per hundred gram or more fiber in that product. And that means it's going to be a good source of fiber. If you are looking for a product that's going to be high in protein, which is also a very satiating nutrient and is also good for muscle building, recovery and so forth, you want to look for something that has more than 10 grams per 100 gram of protein. Um, so when you are choosing a snack, choose something that's got contains fiber, whether it is a whole grain, like a whole grain cracker, rice cakes, um, something like a provita, something that... Um, maybe like even a slice of whole wheat toast can work in some cases. So something that contains fiber plus either protein or a fat. So something that's going to add some uh, good protein can be something like cottage cheese. It can be something like even cheese sticks. It can be something like boltong. It can be something like um, a small can of tuna can even work. You even get those sachets of tuna that is easy to open and you don't have the mess of opening a can. So yeah, how can you have some protein-rich snacks available? And then if you don't have a protein-rich snacks, can you have a healthy fat? So a healthy fat is usually a plant-based fat. So it can be something like nuts, can be something like avocado, can be something like a nut butter. And that just, why you want to add those two food groups together, either a carb and a protein, a carb and a fat, it's just going to keep you fuller for longer. And it's going to give you health benefits um, that yeah just give you an opportunity to get some healthy nutrients in so in terms of preparing for the holidays days just to summarize it is don't get too caught up in trying to be perfect even if you have big goals to reach you are an athlete you are listening to this podcast because you have big goals to reach however a part of getting there a part of becoming the best version of yourself is also enjoyment and allowing yourself to enjoy foods available and having flexibility because at the end of the day that is actually what makes a diet sustainable and that's what's going to get you to reaching that goal um, ironically but if you are going to be too perfectionistic and you're going to be um, skipping meals because you um, don't necessarily have the perfect option. You're just going to be hungrier later in the day and overeat the nice foods that is available. And that's not going to be conductive to your goals. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it added some um, tools in your toolkit as you are preparing for the holidays. I hope you have a fantastic week and thank you for listening. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Health Innovation Inclusion Podcast. If you're an athlete or active individual looking to improve your health, performance and quality of life in a way that's simple, sustainable and yet individualized to you. If you're an athlete who is frustrated with all the conflicting information about nutrition out there and really just want to fuel to perform, you came to the right place. You can visit our website at healthelevationnutrition.com to see the variety of online coaching packages we offer. At Health Innovation Nutrition, our goal is to help you as an individual perform at your best, show up as the best version of yourself, and still maintain a healthy relationship with food while thriving at life. 
We believe that nutrition is about so much more than weight and performance, but it's also about who you are and living within your own values. So if that's something that resonates with you, you can visit our website, healthelevationnutrition.com. You can follow us on social media at Health Elevation Nutrition on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.